is hilarious. There, there are. I think there are four dick options. Yeah. There's uh. Well, there's penis. There's penis A, penis B, penis C, and penis D. Wait, I think you mean that there's, dick there's D. Five. I think that you mean that there's um lecoq, big woo. Oh god. Boy. <laughs> 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 I feel like we have a cold open that one. <laughs> I don't. I have no idea where I am. I don't know what I watched. Oh, do you know where you are? Hi, welcome back to This Toxic Fandom, where we ramble for like four hours, slim it down to a cool 90 minutes, and send it straight to your ear holes about the newest season of Drag Race Down Under. Season 3, Episode 3, The Fake, fake Housewives, Housewives of Down Under. Down Under. Yeah, yeah I didn't. I, I knew what the episode title was. Anyway, Just say like, hi, Toxic Fans. Oi, oi, oi! Introduce yourself, Toxic Fans. Hey everyone, I'm Stephen Pope. I'm your podcast dad, your professional hobbit, and I'm back for my convention. So uh, thank you, Stitch in a Harness, with my face taped to you. You did a wonderful job, but uh, I'm taking my spot back. Thank you. Hi. He's reclaiming his spot. Reclaiming his spot. Reclaiming his spot. Hi, I'm David Gorin. Um, I'm a little congested because I had a very long week. I am on the other side of seeing... Taylor Swift at the SoFi Stadium. I did not spend an arm and a leg. I bought my tickets at face value. Thank you very much. Someone tried to read me about that on Instagram. I literally had to send them a photo of my receipt. You I didn't l- have to. You just you just got you felt like uh, you felt obligated. She's in her petty era. Yeah. Um I I literally I literally had the receipts and I showed them. No. Um but I'm a little congested. It is not COVID Taylor's version. Thank God. Um, I'm just a little congested. But actually, I did the whole thing. I made friendship bracelets. I'm wearing two of the ones that I received. One of them was from Halsey. And I made you guys friendship bracelets. Oh. Oh, my God. Wow. Yeah. He is actually pulling out friendship bracelets. Yeah. Thank you, David. This is incredibly sweet. Yeah. Mine is green, and it says toxic fan. Oh, God. (laughs) Joe does not know how to catch things. I'm not on poppers right now, so it's harder. <laughs> Mine also says toxic fan. These are great. Thank yeah, you, Yeah, I made myself one that says toxic fan, too. <laughs> Amazing. And I'm Joe. And if I'm going to be on this podcast in a, in a famous Disney princess dress, yes, I'm going to be paid for every hour that it streams. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> but which famous Disney princess? Or is that strike work? Uh, it's a reference to Rachel Ziegler uh, talking about what is currently stricken work. Damn. Oh, okay. Speaking of which... And people are reading her for it, and I'm like, guys, she's not wrong. She should be paid by the biggest media conglomerate in the world. They can afford it. For people streaming a movie she's in. Especially after what Disney did to re- to the first actress who played Snow White. What did they do to the first actress? Oh, um, I don't know. Oh, very famously, they... Uh, so it was in the studio system. They hired her. She was like 14 at the time. They cast her as her first big role. And then they were like, we, Walt Disney was basically like, I don't want 
you to be... Uh, I don't want kids to be confused if they see someone who looks like Snow White or hear Snow White's voice coming out of another character. You're never allowed to work again. And they literally refused to let her do anything but in-person appearances as Snow White until she was too old to do that. And then never released her from her contract. So she never was allowed to work again. Oh my God. What I'm trying to say is that Disney um, has a history of fucking over people who play Snow White. Yeah. Also, there's a reason we don't have the studio system anymore, even though there were some really good aspects to it, like a steady paycheck for writers. Um, But there were a lot of issues with it. So many issues. Literally... Because the studio system, so a famous thing about the studio system is they didn't own your right to act. They owned your right to work. Yeah. So if they, if they, if they were mad at you, they could literally not cast you in anything, refuse to let you work or make money. And you couldn't like go get another job. Let's go, Joan. You would literally just have to wait it out. That's like Joan Crawford talks about it where she'd be like. They gave me my ro- my rose bushes inch by inch because they were literally points where they were starving her out. They were starving her out of a contract when she was negotiating because she oh, wow. literally could not earn money any other way. And this is why I'm a union man. So he's a union man. I'm a man when convenient. A union man. So last week, uh, so I wasn't here last week. You two did a wonderful job, and Thank thanks you. again to our guest editor Nick Crawford. They did a wonderful job, I think. Oh, yeah. I thought oh, that, yeah. that episode was great. And yeah. you, you don't even know what the original episode sounded like. They cut so many just little things where we got into uh, little cul-de-sacs. It was great. It was wonderful. It's, it's it a lot of It so smoothly. Yeah. It did. Um, but last week, Rita Menu and Ivory Glaze uh, were supposed to lip sync. Quick question, Pope. Oh, what's up? Do you know what Muriel's Wedding is? Yeah, it's a movie. Do you know anything else about Muriel? Have you seen Muriel's Wedding? No. Okay. But wouldn't it make sense if Muriel's Wedding, Muriel's Bedding was just a famous sheet Joe, company? I'm never going to make you feel okay about what about that whole thing. Watch a damn movie for once in your life. <laughs> no, they're all struck work right now. Fair enough. <laughs> Wait, no, it's not struck work. It's Australia. Foreign they, movies are still okay. They don't have uh, unions in Australia. They don't? They don't have... They literally. We already talked about this. They. Don't I know. Have I know they don't. In New they Zealand. Don't have, they don't have film. Uh, fil- they might have film unions in Australia. I was just saying, are you saying that New Zealand and Australia are the same thing? <gasps> Wait, Joe? actually. I mean, according to RuPaul's show, they are. Wait, <gasps> but also, I am wrong because the Australian film union tried to help unionize New Zealand, and that's what happened. Anyway. <laughs> moving on. And moving on. But that's uh, another story. Never mind. Yes. Anyway. So Ivory Glaze and Rita Menu were supposed to lip sync last week, but Ivory Glaze fainted on the stage, uh, which was And they treated it with fidelity rather than humiliating her. No, I, re- I-, I got to say, and I want to talk to you two about this. I love how they handled that. Yeah. I, I, I thought, thought that was, was so nice. Yeah. Brilliant. I thought it was genius. And I thought it created a really gag-worthy moment. So it was also one of those things where I was like, I that episode was good because they handled that so well. It could have ruined the episode. Yeah, they could have they could have tried to force that poor girl lip sync, and then what? She would have had to lip sync to a low energy song with her low energy. That's rude. What a concept! And still went home. Uh, (laughs) So, but that but I'm getting ahead of ourselves. So we open and it's boy RuPaul on the panel which is weird i just call him paul at that point okay so paul's on the panel uh oh, i call alone. him Rand paul 
That's or a, Ron Paul. That's a deep cut. Uh, so Ron Paul is on stage. Uh, why the fly swatters? I thought it was hilarious. I didn't get that I didn't either. Get I didn't, was that a reference? I don't think? know. I've, I've never been to Australia or New Zealand. Maybe um, there were just a lot of flies. I will say that I, as somebody who has actually been to Australia and New Zealand, there are a lot of flies. I believe it. Like, I remember that, like, you would sometimes, it was just that you get these, like, bucket hats that had, like, fly things in front of you. Maybe it was that. Um, I, I did appreciate, there was something very funny about watching RuPaul react to a lip sync alone and truly just have moments of being like, oh, ooh. <laughs> yeah. Literally, the death trap happens and he's like, oh, and then her hand gets stepped on. Goes, I, oh. Wait, did she, did Ivory, get stepped on or was yeah. it Yeah, near Ivory miss? stepped on Rita's hand. Oh, I thought it was a near miss. I, no. I did watch it like twice to okay. see. Okay, yeah, I, sure. I slow-moed. It was, it was, I, I gotta applaud Rita. Actually, I think they both did pretty good for this lip sync. Yeah, and for, I, for this I, song, I, I thought it was great. Yeah, and Ivory really did uh, commit. Yeah. Oh, and the song was Murder on the Dance Floor. Oh, God. Yeah, we forgot to mention it. It was Murder on the Dance Floor. I don't know the uh, song. I'm pretty sure that in the first two seasons of Down Under, they went through every song that has any level of build in Australia, and now they're just stuck with whatever's left. Because this song was fun. Oh, my God, this lip sync was long for a song that had zero amount of build. Um, yeah, it was a weird one. It was an early 2000s club song. I just remember it being, like, big in Italy when I would go there. <laughs> So like Gabriella Labucci, yeah. like Gabriella Labucci, Gabriella yeah, Labucci. Yeah, hey. She actually Gabriella Labucci actually sang the song. Oh, good yeah. to know. <laughs> but no, uh, but yeah, it was it was fun. It was a good lip sync. I thought this was a much better showing for Ivory. Yes, it was. Um, but I also thought one, this is the best Rita has looked all season. Agreed. Yes. Agreed. Um, I'm glad they didn't make her lip sync in what she wore in the last in, episode in her in her coneheads. Uh, Couture. It was not a good look. Um, not a good look. Yeah, but like she did a great job. She is a very fierce lip syncer. She really is. Um, and so it was nice to see her get to show off and not have to like worry about the fact that this other girl just had a panic attack. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it was um. Powerful. And then we are back in the workroom, and the girls don't know who's gonna walk in. Um, I Hollywood love... starts writing notes to them. Yes, I love that. Hollywood that is wants so funny. Ivory's wig. They're like, "Who do you think's going home?" And uh, Hollywood's like, "I'm gonna be nice to Ivory, even though she's not here, because I really want this wig." <laughs> it was, it was so a good funny. wig. It's it a bit. Ivory has, has amazing drag. Great taste. Yes. Yeah, Ivory has amazing <laughs> taste. Sorry, what? I was laughing at. So. I've been very tired, and last night I had a moment where you could possibly cut this. Um, I had a moment where I started laughing hysterically because I had this memory of when I was in, like, math class in, like, the fifth grade. And the teacher asked me to, like, dim the blinds, and I didn't know how blinds worked. And the math teacher was like, how do you not know how blinds work? What do your parents have at home? And I responded with, taste. That is so shady. Very good. Um, but, but also, sorry. also I, I love the there idea also, of twelve-year-old David just being this much of a little cunt. I really want. There is also something kind of fair to the fact of being like, we have curtains. Like, like yeah. I don't think we had. We didn't have blinds growing up. I wouldn't have known how to operate. How to, I would have known how to operate blinds without being told. The, I feel very. We, I feel very vindicated we were, right now. We only I had curtains amazed. growing up. I'm We've amazed not, right now. Yeah, we only had curtains. Like, like if you if you never operated blinds before, which are genuinely <laughs> difficult to operate, especially those like early school blinds, yeah, where you, like, had to operate the cord and like they always got stuck on things. Yes, like I can, I actually it, like I side with uh, David on this one. 
I am not gonna. I'm not gonna vend- I am not going to make either of you feel okay about this. <laughs> this is fucking weird <laughs> that neither of you knew how to use blinds. Like, I get it. The taste line's hilarious, but like, okay, how old were you two when you had to start doing your own laundry? Let me know. I mean, I, I want to be clear. There still weren't blinds in the house I grew up in when I was doing my own laundry. I'm just saying these are things you, like, learn to do. Yeah, you learn to do it because they're in your God, house. I feel like oh, – Like, I think there's something just to be said for the fact that where was I going to learn – was I going to be taken to a blinds store <laughs> no. to learn to use blinds? <laughs> Were you going to be taken to the shade store? <laughs> but, like, like – like Pope, how did you learn to use? Because I blinds? took her to the shade store. I, 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 I went to pu- fucking public school. They, you, so they y- told me. <laughs> oh, they told you. They didn't just tell you to do it and then me be mean to you because you didn't know how. I, they told me to child. do it and I fucked it up in second grade and then they showed me how to do it and I know how to do it now. So literally the same thing that happened to David. So verbatim, the thing that happened years earlier, and I wasn't a little bastard about it, like David, who would turn around and lower their Gucci Gucci shades because it's two thousand two, and just go, (laughs) taste. No, it was here's the thing. Wait, the way that I was thinking was taste. Uh. Did you say you had what grade did you say you were in for this? It's like probably like sixth grade. Yeah, like that's 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 twelve or thirteen, right? Yeah. Okay. That's yeah. Like, but like again. It was still a child. <laughs> he couldn't vote yet. He it might knew, have, wait, wait, he it knew how to earlier. operate blinds before he knew Hold how on. to vote. I can tell you exactly what it was because I remember when this teacher died because I had just seen in sync. Oh my gosh. <laughs> what is happening on this podcast? <laughs> what I Am I gonna use any of this? I don't I'm so confused. <laughs> okay, it was 2001, I was right. <laughs> I, wait. Wait. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not recovered from. I know when this teacher died because I just saw insane. So, that, Hollywood. That, that, you know, I, you know that 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 scene that went viral where the the guy go where uh the per where it's from like glamorous or something where it's like you can't just barge in here and they go I'm a twink on prep I can do anything. Yeah. Um, I didn't think anyone spoke like that and then David said I know when they died because I saw insane and I went maybe that is how real people talk. <laughs> Is this why I'm never phased by, like, weird gays on television? I'm just so used to it because I've been in Los Angeles for a decade. Is this my life? Where where am I? What, what are we doing here? No, I was on David's side until he said, I know when this teacher died, I've seen insane. No, because she was my favorite teacher, and we had just gone to see insane. Now she's your favorite She teacher. was. I loved Miss Solemsack. She was great. She made me like math. Um, and David was famously a math English kid. I was a math English kid. And so I'm still not recovered. <laughs> so anyways, I went to go see in sync with a friend that we will not name. Um, and my mother and then Who we will not name. <laughs> exactly. And I think my sister and then we were getting, Who we will also not name. And then I think we were getting grilled cheeses afterwards at a diner, which we will not name. I don't remember which which diner it was, so you're correct. Johnny Rockets. It was probably not Johnny Rockets. Diner. It was. I know it was. Her. It was New York, so it was probably like three star diner, which no which no longer is with us. R.I.P. But I also said we're not naming it. Yeah. Um, Bleep that. And so then, and so then, said friend. Bleep that like Kayla's last name. <laughs> said friend was like, by the way, I just heard from so and so who heard from so and so that she died, and I was like, that's not true. That can't be true. I d- refuse to believe that. And then my mom texted my dad and apparently she had died 
Did so you well, you Hollywood star has no. written a note for <laughs> for Ivory Glaze and Rita Menu because neither, the girls don't know who's gone home. She yet. wrote a note for Ivory to be like, "Give me this wig," and then she was like, "I guess I should write a note for Rita so that I don't seem like a massive bitch." <laughs> yes, yes, indeed. I. I'm going to say it. I think Hollywood's funny. I, I like her. She's very charming. She is very funny. I'm still not recovered. I'm sorry. I'm she sorry. gives I'm me like right she gives me season three Heather's vibes, where it's like you are definitely one of the mean girls. I enjoy you. Yeah, no, yeah. She's mean in a way that I feel like a lot of girls aren't. Where it's like you're being a cow, but at least you're charming about it. Um, at least you're a charming cow. Yes. So the girls all talk about like, okay, who do you think is going home? And everyone says. Ivory, except for Ivory. Gabriella, who's like, no, guys, Gabriella, uh, Gabriella's like, it's going to be Ivory because coming in because- I sense a redemption story. Yeah, she, yeah. Ha- she has better plot to go. I love Gabriella so I love Gabriella much. so much. She's, She's my favorite this season. Yeah. G- Gabriella and Hollywood, top two. Yeah. So yeah. I would give money to go to both of their meet and greets at Dragon Absolutely. Yeah. Rue, uh, so Ron Paul walks in and uh, makes a very good artist- Art Simone joke, honestly. I got a laugh out of that. Yeah. And brings in, read a menu. And yeah. You, I, think yeah. It was, I think it was correct. Yeah. It was a good choice. Uh, I was bummed. Yeah. I wanted it to be- were, uh, you, were you banking on Ivory coming in? I wanted it to be Ivory. I like Ivory. I think Ivory is- I love her aesthetic. I think she's beautiful. I think she's cute in and out of drag. I, the um, thing about Ivory is that I- Ivory is absolutely a queen- that I would love to see on All Stars in a couple years. Agreed. Oh, like, agreed. She feel she has such a high taste level, and she just feels like she hasn't had time to cook because she hasn't had time to she has hadn't hasn't had the ability to do drag as full time as she would like. Yeah. And I have a feeling that like in five years, Ivory is going to be one of the sickest queens. I yeah. don't disagree at all, and it definitely did give vibes of someone who. You're really good at this. We just, you need to bake a bit longer. It kind yeah. of reminded me, and she did significantly better than I read it, but it reminded me a lot of Ellie Diamond. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, you are so young and you're so talented. And so But tall. you don't have the focus yet to like really nail everything. Mm-hmm. Or even like Olivia Lux, where it was like, man, you are just such a ball of like something special and it needs to get molded still yeah Yeah. like i mean in a way two of my favorite queens are two queens that are like like kind of like already there but like they just need to adjust a little bit which are uh utica and jasmine kennedy Kennedy. okay i was about to say i was like jasmine masters is already perfect how dare you yeah no but it would have come to all i'm going to say is that i know i've said it on this podcast before i will gladly say it again i am still upset that i did not know that jasmine kennedy was doing like fridays or applebee's for her birthday and she literally was like on instagram and was like i'm going to this fridays for my birthday if you want to come come and then she bought all of her fans dinner that's fantastic jasmine kennedy or jasmine masters jasmine masters okay i used to jasmine kennedy for no, no, jasmine jasmine masters. Kennedy, but... oh sorry about jasmine masters yeah, yeah no i could uh, one jasmine masters absolutely would yeah. yeah she has good credit uh jasmine she's not she's not from rochester how can she have good credit fair that's well, where good credit comes from yeah I guess so uh but I will say, Jasmine Kennedy, uh, she did some sort of, like, bear week party thing that I, my TikTok was all about for a while. 
girl can still perform. Oh, I love she's her. She's incredible. She's really good. Speaking of things that are incredible, uh, we get one of the worst things Drag Race does when they assign teams by making them relive their childhood trauma of being in gym class. Yes. So Isis Avis Loren, who won last week. Yep. And I will say, deservedly. Yes. Agreed. Uh, and Rita Menu are going to be team captains, and they are going to choose the girls to be on their team. So they and we haven't really had an acting challenge yet, or even a huge performance challenge yet. So it's kind of based on vibes who they're picking. Yeah, yeah. like they don't really know who they're going to go with. But, but first queen out of the gate is Gabriella Labuche, which I think is the single best choice. on Team Isis. Yeah, Isis, on Team Isis. Isis yeah. chooses Gabriella. Isis is having a mild panic attack. This entire time, trying yeah. to pick her team. Yeah. I, but Isis winds up picking Gabriella, Hollywood, and Ivana last. Which I think is a very strong team. Yes. I think and that's yeah. a good choice. Rita... Rita does that Kennedy Davenport thing of just kind of picking wildly at random. Remember remember when they did McBitch and uh, I got everyone on... Episode, yeah. Every single person on Team Max was like, this is perfect. And everyone on Team Kennedy was like, how did you wind up here? Why am I here? Like, how is this the team you picked, Gorge? This you, is madness. Even your early choices are bonkers. Yeah. Um, but Rita picks Bumpa first, then Floor, then Ashley. And I was Floor surprised. doesn't want to be on this team. Yeah. Floor is very just like... No. Floor's like, don't pick me, don't yeah. pick me. Floor literally is like, I will be picked last to not be on this team. <laughs> um, I was actually surprised that Ashley was picked as late as she was. And Ivana. I or Ivana. I thought Ivana seemed like someone who would get picked early. Fair. Um, Absolutely, Ivana, but I, I understand Matt Ashley because remember Oh in, yeah, no one wants to work with her. Yeah, in yeah. episode one, they were very clear, like everyone seems to have beef with Ashley. I just like Ashley. But we haven't why. addressed why. I, I, it's because Ashley isn't going home yet. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. Um, and then Team Isis is talking about... Uh, they're, they're assigning roles. Hollywood and Ivana both get the roles they want immediately. Yes. I If I was Gabriella, I would have fought for Ivana's role so fucking hard. Yeah, Ivana like, is playing Chakra. Like, Ivana should have taken Isis's role. Isis yeah. should have played Gabriella's role. And Gabriella should have played... Chakra. I thought Gabriella did really good oh, with the character. Oh, yeah. Gabriella was never going to do poorly, yeah. but, like, the hippy-dippy one. I mean, that should have just been on the team that Bumpo was on. Yeah. Because that would have been perfect. No argument. But, like, the hippy-dippy one go not going to the weird one on your team is wild to me. I mean, it didn't sound like she really wanted it that much. Ivana? No, no, no. Oh, uh, Gabriella? Gabriella. Gabriella was Gabriella truly... wanted Isis's part. Yeah. Which I... Which I, would be why. I'm not... I don't know why. I don't know I why either. I couldn't tell you why. That was the part. That was I think the it's because it was the biggest so, part. I, I have to ask. They said this was an improv challenge, but it was clearly scripted. So I, he, I, I think it was kind of like, oh. So I think I know what it was. I think that all of the bits that were on the boats were scripted because okay. you needed to know what you were reacting to. And then all of the things, then with the Reese Nicholson stuff, there were lines you had to hit and story beats you had to get to. But you could, but nothing else was written. So, like, there's a point when Rita Menu literally flubs a line in that section, but I think that was the only line she had in that section. Huh. My guess is also that it's kind of like an episode of Curb Your Enthusiasm, where you get, like, pretty much what you were saying. You get, like, the beats and everything, but you make up all the dialogue. Uh, no, because I, I don't think it's that, because Gabriella makes a point of saying 
that she has the fewest lines. Yeah, that's okay. what that's why I was thinking about it because Gabriella as Beta really only gets like one or two lines. But and she, and she mentioned she's like I have the fewest lines, not the fewest like moments. Because like right. she could have spoken over, she could have pulled a milk and just talked right. over everyone. Yeah, maybe. Maybe ever since Milk, they've been like, it's an improv challenge. Wink, wink. No, no, no. Because, like, I think Bossy Rossi is obviously an improv challenge. Yeah. That's why it's so bad. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they did. There was a very good, like, a very good yes, no. Which was when um, Reese was like, said to Hollywood's character, like, why do you hate your sister so much? And she was like, she stole my man. And then Gabby was like, this is why. <laughs> But also, I, I, like, it seems like the things that were, there were certain things that were part of it. Like, I have a feeling that uh, the sister always mentions that the, that she's not a real sister. That yeah. she's not really her yeah. sister in the milkman thing. And, um, which I loved when she was like, that's why my father was always so distant. Which is <laughs> so hilarious. Good. But um, Team Isis is worried for Team Rita. They yeah. really are. And I'm worried for Rita because they don't let her out of drag. The- <laughs> I like that. I don't know that why. Uh, like, th- as soon as the They're camera cuts. Schedule. It is so. I'm sorry. As soon as they cut over to Rita, all I'm thinking is, let that man. <sighs> let let, let his penis out. free. Okay. Let that Mandy drag. He is suffering. I just love that we both we both were just mostly concerned for the tuck. Uh, tucking hurts. When Rita came what? into A thing the workroom, let that drag queen de-drag. But no, I, no. um. I mean, they had very little time for this episode. That's why they didn't let them change in between boat scenes and Reese Nicholson scenes. Or do a mini challenge. But, like, yeah, it was, did anyone it's kind else of like season, fact- uh, I was going to say, it's kind of like season uh, four of UK that they shot in, like, seven days. Allegedly. Allegedly. Three. <laughs> three days. No, it's, that was, UK three was the one that was shot in 12 days. Oh. Because yes. uh, River Medway was like, yes, we weren't allowed out, and they uh, they gave us granola bars. <laughs> Um, as a joke. like, keep on going. But no, um, but what I was saying is it's wild because going home on the hour. it's wild because presumably you're filming a boat scene, then you're filming a Reese Nicholson scene. Right. So while the people are filming the boat scene, you could change and then go to Reese Nicholson so that there's a differentiation in what you look like so that it would look like a reunion and not like things that were filmed the same day. And they don't do that. And it's very weird to me. It, it does make it so the joke doesn't work. But we're getting ahead of ourselves. Yeah. We have to talk about how Floor and Madison are, they hate this team. They don't want to be here. Yeah. yeah. I love that uh, That Floor and, Floor and Madison wanted the same role, right? Or Yeah, yeah they wanted the same and, role. And uh, they convinced Floor to take the other role by being like, she's a pop star and you're pretty. And she's like, I am, <laughs> I am pretty. pretty. You're right. Uh, Floor is... I, I really like Floor. I she's do, too. Cool. Yeah. Um, also, can we talk about the fact that Rita doesn't sew and doesn't act, and I'm like, what did you think Drag Race was? Really quickly, what do you do successfully? Quickly. Um, the answer for that was Trinity does Beyonce successfully. Uh, Trinity does everything successfully. And I she, will not and have she science. runs up her grandma's life bill. Great. <laughs> uh, we do. We stand TKB in this house. TKB. Um, so TKB. the parts for Team Rita are assigned, and Rita is just so like, I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. I don't want to do this. I'm confused. I'm concerned. Isis? I'm going to play ball. So whatever you guys want, I will take the scraps. Yeah. Isis? Oh, I kind of want that one. No, you want it. Okay, cool. Whatever. Isis yeah. says I'm taking the role I want. Gabriella, you can have the other one. Rita says, I will compromise. Yes. Yeah. Um, and both of them are in the bottom for it. Uh, womp, womp. But, uh, womp, 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 
Yeah, so then we get into the challenge itself. Yeah, there's just no segue. It's just instantly, yeah. boom, challenge. There's no workroom talk in this entire episode. No, not really. Um, Yeah, like, it was a very, like, I think wham, bam, to, thank you, ma'am episode. Well, I think they had to cut workroom talk to do a lip sync. Yeah, as I say, they had to do the lip sync. Yeah, well, that is, and, and you know what, unlike... uh let's say having to cut the episode around so you can make sure you can premiere your really shitty uh, show about rich people in West Hollywood. Uh, How dare you? Almost sense. no one in that show lived in West Hollywood. This is also true. And none of them were friends. This is also true. And none of them were real. They're all AI. <laughs> oh my God. Suddenly it makes sense. Suddenly I understand. And also, that and that guy. means we no longer can talk about the show because I just made it struck work. <laughs> Also, it was all written by Chappie GBT. Which is also AI. Also it was actually written by Chappie GBT. Yes. Which is, um, which was the, the robot from that movie. site that was then bought by Bumble. Yes. Um, Chappie? Chappie. So, I will say, Reese is There's the a reason a- you haven't heard of it. <laughs> it was Fair enough. It wasn't a great movie. But Reese uh, is <laughs> so good in this challenge, I think. I, I've heard of the movie. I love that Pope just... I'm ignoring you two. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I just ignored you two because I'm like, uh, you know what? Fuck it. I'm back from a convention. I I just want to do my podcast. What's going on? What gay joke? What gay app? Uh, Who's step? Who's uh, science? Who's dead? Who's dead? (laughs) Whose science teacher was a cunt? I don't know. Math? I don't know. I don't care. I don't care. Moving on. (laughs) Oh, no. My science teacher was a cunt. I believe it. She's also dead. I hope my fourth and fifth grade teacher is dead. She was a cunt. So what we're saying, listener, is... Never go to elementary school. (laughs) Uh, It gets better, I guess. Um, Something like that. What we're saying is sometimes you hope your fourth grade teacher is dead. (laughs) Yeah. So, anyway. um, Or your science teacher, who wouldn't let me go to the bathroom. Apparently only babies go to the bathroom. That... What?! I remember. I That's re- literally not scientifically <laughs> accurate. That's, That's what bad she science. said. I'll never forget. What I said. Was I she re- a biology teacher? No. That makes it worse. That would make okay. it worse. I was gonna say if she was a biology teacher, you should have like. So this is how the she just written a paper about how peeing works. Yeah. So I was like, I need to use the bathroom, and then she was like, the class isn't over yet, and I was like, okay, well I need to go. I to the still bathroom. have to pee. And then she was like, what are you a baby? Only babies go to the bathroom. And I was like, no, I really need to go. And she's like, are you gonna cry? And then I said, no, I'm just gonna pee myself. Did you? No, she let me go to the bathroom. Good. Um, God, we got really weird here. We're, this is a <laughs> therapy needing, session. Speaking of needing to pee yourself, uh, Reese Nicholson is the host of the reunion. <laughs> and they're really kind of carrying this whole That's challenge. That's a different kind of wedding myself, Joe. I will Joe. say, the, the different, the very big difference between Bossy Rossi and Reese is astonishing. Oh, yeah. Reese knows how to do this. Yeah. Well, it's, I think, my guess is that Reese does is like the Andy Cohen of Australia and when they do whatever the, if there's a real housewives franchise in Australia he probably does run the reunion actually 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 uh, actually no 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 i was going to say this is like it's a very uk um australia thing which is a lot of comedians like a proper job for a comedian to do in the uk and in australia is hosting okay so like they'll like host random things. So almost mm. like almost like if he was the Andy Cohen of the area and was hosting reunions. Is Andy Cohen a comedian? I mean, I would no. call him a comedian. No, what not. would okay. you call Andy Cohen? A producer. I think he is both. He's but he's never done stand up. He's never done comedy. He's just a wow. producer. Yeah, but he's like I mean, I would just say that like yeah, I was just saying that like yeah, he does the thing that Andy Cohen does. 
No, no, no. But in no, no, it's it's like like what I mean by hosting is like it's not like they're like hosting reunions. They're hosting game shows. They're hosting. Yeah, like, but I'm gonna guess that Reese has hosted reunions like this before. It's possible, is what I'm saying. And I'm going to interject with: Did anyone else catch the eye catch at the bottom that just said acting? Wait, yes. What was that? Wait, what? what? So Hollywood is giving her. Uh, in-character talking head <laughs> for the challenge. And for some reason, there's an eye catch in the bottom that just says acting. acting. Yeah, I saw that. I was that like, was so weird. The fuck? I, d- I didn't what catch What producer it. screwed that up? That's um, very funny. Um, <laughs> I, I, I wanted to let you know what she was doing. Yes. She's acting. This is acting. <laughs> I couldn't tell if their uh, their intro lines were written or not. They had to make those if, themselves. If, if they yeah. were written okay, they're bad. If they weren't written, some people had real bad lines. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I feel like this is a good time to bring this up. Are any of us familiar with the Real Housewives franchise? Yes and no. I am aware that sometimes people are housewives and also real, and I know who Lisa Rinna is, and that's about it. Yeah, um, I have a bit of an understanding of it because um, – Similar to how I never watched uh, America's Next Top Model, but I had so many people who were obsessed with it. I kind of got it by proxy. Yeah. And then I was forced to watch a season for Topher. How you doing? Um, I understand the show and I understand the appeal, but I've never actually watched it. I don't understand I just, the appeal. I don't like non-competitive reality. Yeah, Same, me personally. neither. Not, um, it's yeah. also why I don't watch things like We're Here or Queer Eye. I just literally, if a show is like a non-competitive reality show, I just find it to be more, I don't care about ladies yelling at each other while eating salads or people <laughs> crying over feeling beautiful for the first time or something. Now, Joe, I want you to take a deep breath and grab my Vegemite. Did that help? That line was so weird. That line was so good. Yeah, that that was line was so, so good. Uh, it was, yeah. I, I, I. So like, my relationship to the Real Housewives is: I have a friend who is very obsessed with it. Whenever she comes to LA for a very long time, we have to go to one of Lisa Vanderpump's disgusting restaurants. I got sick every time. Um, Damn. Yeah. So we're not going to Pump anytime soon. No. It's called Pump. I think so. Yeah, that's a gay. She bar. had Pump. She had Sir, and then she had Villa Blanca. Villa Blanca is no longer. These are with us. all gay bars. I was gonna say those are all gay bars. Yeah, Villa Blanca is only for white gays, though. Um, I'm kidding. They're all only for white gays. So no, Sir is spelled S U R and stands for a sexy, unique restaurant. And what she would say is like Villa Blanca is where you take your wife, but Sir is where you take your mistress. That is horrible. I know. How dare you? You can also take your mistress to Villa Blanca. Your mistress probably enjoy Villa Blanca. Um, it's like, uh, it's but like it no longer exists. It's like famously the day before, uh, Valentine's day is, uh, all the men taking their mistresses out. Is that a thing? Yeah. Yeah. In the no, restaurant that, industry. It's a like thing. a, it's a big day. You can sell like really, you, you sell very different things both days, but you sell really high end stuff both days. Oh yeah. No, it's why, uh, if you have to do something, if you can't do Valentine's day with your partner, you always want to schedule it afterwards because otherwise you get weird looks at the restaurant. Or you schedule it for the day before, and then huh. you enjoy the weird looks of the restaurant. Some of us aren't into that. I get to know that I can wear something really slutty on the thirteenth. Um, you were anyway. going to anyway. Yeah, fair enough. Every thirteenth, just in case it's a Friday. Exactly. <laughs> um, and I have to be like, "You, Jason." And I'm just imagining you running from Jason in the woods. And it's not that you're scared of Jason. It's more like, I saw a bug. I saw a bug. I saw a bug. I'm just imagining 
<laughs> I'm just imagining Jason walking into um, that room in Who Framed Roger Rabbit and the fake uh, Jessica Rabbit turning around going, oh, man, <laughs> and him running out. There, there is a very – so I'm – I love horror movies. It's a huge thing for me. There is a huge group of people who want to fuck Jason. Yeah, I'm right here. Seriously? No. One of them? No, okay. he's a child. Not. A, no, he's not. Okay, he is in some movies. But, like, <laughs> we're talking about, like, big, beefy man carrying a machete, Jason. There like, are hotter horror movie people to fuck. Like who? Matthew Lillard in Scream. Okay. Uh, I. Oh, wait. No, Candyman. Candyman's hot. Oh, dude, no, like, I am sorry. Tony Todd, holy shit, that entire movie. I'm not trying to think of who I think is the most fuckable person. My my first thought was Hellraiser, which isn't accurate, but is funny. It's not inaccurate, too, considering the source material. Um, What about you, David? Which horror movie person do you want to fuck, and why is it Chucky? I told you, it was Matthew Lillard in Scream. No, but you you can't pick a real guy. You have to pick a weird... A weird. You can't pick someone. Ghostface is, is absolutely normal. valid. You could pick Ghostface, but you can't pick a specific Ghostface. So it it could be anyone under that mask. I think it could absolutely. I hate saying it this, might but be like, Matthew Lillard, but it might be Laurie Metcalf. Fair enough. Um, I oh, will. That is not a downgrade. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm winning either way. Yeah, seriously. I will say that there's like weirdly an obscene amount of people around Halloween who like jerk off wearing the scream mask. On camera. That is a big thing. Yeah. Yeah, that is, that's a thing, and I don't get it. I, I want them to jerk off wearing just the, the mask from, uh, from Scary Movie that's, like, the silly screen mask. <laughs> <laughs> that's called gooding. That's I, when you take too many poppers, your screen mask changes. <laughs> <laughs> what? You scream what? Your screen mask changes. I hate it here. <laughs> I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> that'd be amazing if like you have like a screen mask and then all of a sudden they go like uh, like they're like off camera and the screen mask well that's have you seen scary movie yeah that's what happens but it's weed exactly so okay the so i we got so off topic and it's all my fault um and i took my adderall today i don't have an excuse like it's literally like it's it's just one of those things where it's just like jason impale me So none of us, so apart from wanting to fuck Jason, apparently, none of us really know Real Housewives. So I don't think any of us can really judge on if this is a good Real Housewives challenge. We can just kind of judge if it's a good comedy challenge. Actually, I I have like, I have like an emotica of being able to judge for two reasons. One, I did watch a season of Real Housewives of New Jersey because it was ridiculous. And then after one season, I was like, what am I doing with my life? And I never watched another Real Housewives franchise again. Did you ever figure out what you were doing with your life? No. Two. Side note, remember when I mentioned, remember when I said, do you have anything Real Housewives related? Isn't Leah Remedy a housewife? No. She not? No. Uh, No. She just took down Scientology. She's not a housewife? No. No. What does she do? Take down Scientology. And take down Scientology. Interesting. Yeah. All right. Anyways, that's number one. Number two. For the longest time on my DVR, I had a reunion special for Love and Hip Hop, which was basically kind of what they were doing, where they had they were showing the clips, and then you saw them like reacting in yeah. um in the little square, and 
I remember thinking this was like the funniest thing I'd ever seen because they would just be showing like the best moments of the season. So like you would literally see them and then they'd be like, they, I, this, we're a visual because we're not a visual medium. Just describe what I'm doing. So it'd be like, it'd be like, it'd be like showing a fight and you'd see the girl be like, uh, turning her kind of doing the doing judgy chicken bob. neck. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, doing that. And then they'd be like, so what were you saying in that moment? And then she'd be like, well, you know, I was telling her that she could get picked up, you know, like UPS or FedEx. Um, although the best line I have ever heard from a reunion special was, uh, you know me, you in the bed with me, you clocking my pussy miles. You have said that a lot. Yes. Yeah, that, or, that is one of your catchphrases. Or at this point, she has a credit card swipe between her ass crack and her pussy. Does she take Venmo? No, but she, she does take Zelle. PayPal. <laughs> so none of us really know housewives. Yeah, like, so yeah. we kind of I just have to judge us on if this is funny. And team one is pretty okay. I think, I think they're yeah, pretty funny. Gabriella Lucci is taking literally every moment. She is. Every yeah. time she's not talking, she's doing something weird. Um, I think that if someone was like really good, she would maybe get clocked for stealing focus. Yeah. yeah. But instead, she's just the best person on her team. She really is. Um, and I will also say the concept behind their sketch felt stronger because the concept is Alpha, Hollywood's character, is trying to convince uh Isis's Bumpa, character right? is no, Isis's no, character is um is going to invest in one of their companies. Yes. And so yeah. Hollywood has a dildo company, which uh, they didn't look like non-battery personal massagers. Dildos. Yes. Dildos. Dildos. Um, which and is then hilarious. they look like a dog toy that I have. And then uh Ivana's character had probably crystals or incense or something. Uh, no, no, she had makeup less makeup. She makeup was free Marcia makeup. Marcia. Uh, (laughs) which was very funny chapstick and very small eyelashes yeah so um but though they had they were competing to get investments for their companies which is a pretty like and then uh and then it's revealed that isis picks gabriella labucci's character because they're lesbians because they're lesbians and they're gonna go use their um non-electric personal massagers which it was like, it's a drag race sketch. It's yeah. bad by default. But yeah. honestly, it's a pretty decent concept. And I will say, Isis actually surprised me because she's doing a wonderful RuPaul the entire time. Yeah. And it's very funny to me. Or at least I thought so. I also have low standards. <laughs> I just didn't connect that it was like a RuPaul. Oh, you didn't You didn't get that? I wasn't paying No, she's attention. like, she's talking like RuPaul. She's doing the, I've made my decision. I thought she was just... Oh. I thought she was a bad actress, but she was just being RuPaul. Yeah, she was doing a, a bad really, actress. Yes, but she was doing a really good RuPaul. That's so the I problem thought... is you can't be RuPaul in front of RuPaul. RuPaul isn't self-aware. <laughs> and RuPaul hasn't seen a Disney movie since 1985, but that's neither here nor there. So Team 2. Uh, team 2's concept I mean, is... that was the last time she felt young. Yeah. So Team 2, um, basically... It's the uh, bad one. Bumpa, Floor, and Ashley are all competing to get Rita's attention because Rita owns a bunch of magazines, and if they if they like her, she'll put them on her covers, and they'll become superstars. Yes. Uh, one, Floor, who are you talking to in this challenge? You're not. She is not making eye contact with anyone. She is talking she, to Floor the woman. Is just doing a Vanjie impression. I was about to say she's doing oh like Vanjie meets Candy yes. Muse. No, I, I no, it, it's Vanjie. No, it's Vanjie meets from Fantasy Island. I think it's Vanjie meets a garbage disposal. No, no, no. It's me or David trying to do a uh, Candy Muse impersonation, really and is. you being like, 
No. Pretty much. Like, she's just talking like this. She's talking like this. She's like, I'm a pop star. I have beautiful voice. Ah! It's very, it's very weird. She, it's it's bizarre. It's a genius choice because it puts her in a position where she at no point, she doesn't speak English as a first language, and it puts her in a position where she doesn't have to Speak any language. witty. No. Like, there's a very weird thing of, like, wordplay is hard to do in a language you don't speak. Ah. So the choice of making your voice weird and doing crazy physicality is a good call. Is such a yeah. smart move. It's similar to like Rita Baga or who won Giselle Lullaby. Lullaby playing characters in Snatch Game who don't have to relate to anyone else in the scene. Yeah. Yeah. Or I was actually going to say uh Alexis Mateo or Yara Sofia on season three of American Drag Race when they had to do the uh exercise challenge. Yeah. Which is kind of similar. But Floor is, she also keeps making this noise that's, it's the same noise as the Martians from Mars Attacks, and I don't know if she knows that. Um, I will say Bumpa got a laugh out of me with, uh, she lifts up her skirt, and it's a uh, ankle bracelet, but she painted it to look like Gucci, and she goes, it's Gucci! Like, that I was laughed. pretty funny. I, I thought, Bumpa... There's something really interesting to, like, I was watching it. It's like, oh, Bumpa's doing a good job. Yeah. And then every confessional was like, Bumpa's terrible. She's only playing herself. And I'm like, well, yeah, this is. So what? It's an Who acting cares? challenge. It's you improv. don't have to play a character in an improv challenge. You have to play a character on Snatch Game. Yeah. But, like, she can be whoever, she can be herself if she wants to on the acting challenge. I, I will yeah. say, though, um, Rita. Rita. Ashley, she, she she really needs to read a script next time. Forget read a menu. Try read a script. That, yeah, that was the joke I made. I know that was literally the joke I made. So just doubling down. I know. Um, God, I got Shakespeare levels when Rita starts dropping the ball because there's only four of them, and they're all on the couch, and Rita forgets the big plot point of I'm broke. Yeah, which is the punchline. Well, of the but also I think it's one of those yeah. things where I think she. I my guess is that it was a specific line that she was supposed to deliver. That it wasn't just saying I'm broke. There was probably a sentence she had to say, and so because she couldn't remember the words, she was suddenly unable to remember anything. Yeah, and that is definitely nerve wracking. Like yeah. I'm not an actor. I, I it's hard. It's I'm hard not to, an actor. I just play one on TV. It is genuinely difficult to receive a script and then have to. Be off book in like less than it in the time. It takes I don't know you to if I could do drag. it. I really don't like, know. If I, I could always, do it. I always just want to be like honest. Acting challenges on Drag Race are significantly harder than we give them credits credit Absolutely. for because they typically have a lot of lines and they have less than a day to learn them. And they're I also think they poorly written. Give them the scripts the night before. Yeah. I mean, not? I'm gonna guess yeah. these aren't ready till day of, but just make the deadline earlier and give it to them the night before, and then just have them pretend they're picking their roles in the moment. I mean, so there's something interesting uh, in wrestling. Sorry, you just remind me of this. Wrestlers having a moment of being like, "What if that's actually what they do, and they're all just really shitty actors?" No, no one has because if if that was what they did, someone would have spilled it by now. Exactly. Fair. fair, So in wrestling, uh, wrestling, they have to. They know who's going to win, and they know how they're going to perform. They're all if they're all that bad of actors, they wouldn't be able to convince us they got the roles that day. Fair. Touche. Touche. I don't Touché. feel like that's necessarily a Touché. bad thing, though, to just be like, okay, we're going to pretend we get our roles today, but we're all going to choose this earlier. I think we'd get better 
acting challenges at the very least. I just, I just think we'd get, we'd get acting challenges where the problem isn't as obvious. Because there's also a level of, like, if you are learning lines by rote day of, you're going to hit a point where everything you say is done in very slow words. Like, it's really easy to fall into a rhythm if you're not... If you haven't learned it enough that you can speak it naturally. Yeah, it's going to be stilted and weird. Riddle me this. Um, I know, like, when we were talking about All-Stars 8, we were... There was a lot of times where it was like, oh, well, this was clearly written for Jimbo. Or this was clearly written... Well, everything was just clearly written for Jimbo. Fair. But it's just more of the idea that it's like, if everything is kind of... if If we're going by that, then shouldn't it be thought that, like, they have an idea of what queens will be there? And what they're writing for. I mean, I think there's a very specific thing on a non-All-Star season where, how do you know? Like, genuinely, how do you know? You If all you know from Read a Menu is an audition tape that's, like, super fierce, how do you know if she's an uncomfortable actress? How do you know that Ivana's not going to break out of her shell in time? How do you know a girl's not going to faint? How do you know there's not going to be a moment similar to, uh, uh, Naomi Smalls and Acid Betty where it was, like, we can't keep acid after that. We have to keep Naomi. So yeah. we have to push Naomi now. How 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 do you know he loves you? How do I know? How do you know? Wait, he's does this strike work? Yours? That strike works. That is. But how do I know if he really loves me? Is not. So r- the the challenge Overall, it's about as good as any acting challenge on Drag Race ever is, which is not great. Yeah, yeah. It, but there it, is a clear winning team and not winning team. I mean, yes. there's a clear there's a clear standout in each group. Yes. There's a clear person who does pretty well in each group. Yes. There's a clear person who does poorly in each group. And a third one. Yes. Yes. A fourth um, one. So I next day, know. elimination the, day. The spare, if you will. The spare. The other one. Me. Um <laughs> It's me. Hi, I'm the other one. It's me. Look, all I'm saying is you guys replaced me with a stitch with my face taped to it. And he's, I still don't know why he's in a harness, but, and like the episode still turned out really good. So clearly Pope don't kink shame stitch. I'm not kink shaming. I'm just saying clearly I'm a bit of the, I'm a bit of the the stitch on the couch or is that struck work? I don't know. A stitch, a scab. I mean, Stitch is wearing a harness, so Stitch is clearly a glutton for punishment. Damn. All right. So <laughs> Sorry, it, the look Joe just made. Joe's having a crisis. I like none of that. No. I was about to clap to be like, can we cut that? I don't know. So <laughs> Gabriella comes in, and she feels really confident, yeah. as she should. Like, she has every right to be. Yeah. Uh, Rita admits she knows she bombed. Gabrielle, Gabrielle's, and, yeah, Rita's like, I'm lip syncing tonight. Yeah, yeah which I do respect. I respect a girl who comes in and understands, like, yeah. I know where I had a shortcut. It's not Valentina after Snatch Game being like, I think I'm winning. Yeah, or, and it's also not another girl coming in and being like, I'm in the bottom again. Everyone feel bad for me. I'm in crisis. She's just like, I did bad. I'm probably in the bottom. Yeah. And you I respect can, that. You can say the name of your one true love, Alexis Michelle. <laughs> Not the queen I was thinking of, but I do respect that. But uh, I, I think that uh, in uh, bump, everyone's like, Bumpa did badly. And she's like, I guess I did do badly. I should be worried. Um, Floor is feeling really confident. I think they should. Um, um, Ashley got a really humanizing moment, though, which I liked. Because Ashley, once again, we don't know her, but apparently everyone has beef. 
But Rita was like, Ashley, thank you so much for just saving my ass during that sketch. And yeah. Ashley was yeah. like, oh, of course, anytime. Yeah. And I was like, oh. It's sweet. It's interesting because this season has, like, a fair amount of, like, cattiness, but also sweetness to it. Again, it feels like season three. It really does. Yeah. Um, um, the queens clearly have a lot of affection for each other, but they're also not afraid to be fucking heinous. And I love it. Yeah. And it's such a nice change of pace because- You could what- say that they're all trying to be- Villainous. Ooh. Before we get to the runway, though, and I can tell you really want to get there. It's a good runway. It, it I, wanna, I just want to bring it to the runway. 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 I just want to say, my problem with previous seasons of Down Under, apart from insane judging, it just seemed like a miserable experience. Like, everyone was mean. Everyone was bullying. Everyone seemed unhappy. Yeah. This season, I'm not getting that. I'm still getting catty. I'm not getting mean. It feels, everyone yeah. feels like their tongue is firmly in their cheek. Which also, I think, is one of those things where, in fairness, I think the Australian sense of humor is just a lot drier than the American. Absolutely. One thousand percent. we just are perceiving them as being meaner. Yeah. But, uh, also, they all do their own villain laughs, and- It's cute. It's very fun. I liked Fleur's villain laugh a lot, and then Isis read it, and I was like, your villain laugh was worse. <laughs> she was like, you, look, you sound like a chihuahua, and then made a noise that was not at all like Floor's villain laugh. It wasn't. It I was wasn't. like- Stop it. So I know we never talk about RuPaul's look, except we do every week. I want this dress burned. I mean, after last week, she looked good. (laughs) (laughs) No, I think she looked worse this week. I... uh... She I, looked so wide. It was such a weird, you know, weird tie-dye thing. I hated it. Yeah, it just, I mean, it wasn't great. No. You know, it, it happened. Anyway, the um, guest judge is Adam Lambert. Oh, my God, Mr. Lambert. Is this his first time as a guest judge? No, he's been so. on the American show, I okay. believe. Also, yeah. wait, this is going to sound, I don't know if I should say this for next week. Uh, Keen Lonsdale is coming back, and I think he's the first guest judge ever to be on the same episode twice. He did Snatch Game before? He did Snatch Game of oh. Love the first time. Oh, wow. In, oh, All-Stars, right. uh, in All-Stars 4. Huh. Interesting. That's fun. Yeah. That, that, that'd make it, that'd actually make a really fun uh, Jeopardy. But <laughs> uh, Yeah, so if you ask that question, we won't know the answer. No, I'll forget. I will say, I have such a crush on Adam Lambert. Same. Oh, my God. They're same. so cute. Um, and they are our guest judge. And the runway is... Bad girls gone worse. Yeah, it's no, all bad villains. girls gone bad. Bad girls gone bad. Thank you. It's all villains from iconic movies and TV shows. Um, is this truck work? I'm going to say no because, because we're, we're talking about, about the drag queens. Yeah, we're talking yeah. about the drag queens. Guys, so it is so hard in here, tr- out here in LA right now. I have no idea what's going on ever. Yeah, it's. I, I think the way to look at it is that we're discussing interpretations. I also think that we're not. Queens? I don't think that t- saying I like uh, this runway look is trying to promote a movie. Exactly. Yeah. So Rita Menu is the first one out, and she is doing an interpretation of Riff Raff from Rocky Horror Show. Yeah. Um, I like it a lot. I don't I do. see Riff Raff at all. Uh, it feels like she made a cool outfit, and everyone else had a reference, so she picked. If oh, it I saw was- Riff Raff. Really? Where? where? I'm not, that wasn't supposed the, to be cunty. I'm just no, like, like, I don't. It's the final, it's, uh, hello, Frankenfurt. Yeah, yeah. Like the gun. Oh, I yeah. yeah. Okay. When I think of Riff Raff, I just only think of, uh, Earl. I think of yeah. Riff Raff in, The uh, butler uniform. Yeah. yeah. In, like, the beginning of the movie, holding on to the lamppost, singing, it, there's a light. No, no, no. This is the ending. 
Okay. And I, I, I knew that, but I remember that outfit being more superhero-y, and this is definitely, like, villainy. It's definitely villainy, and I love it. It's I just, know. I don't There's see one it. issue I have with this runway. And what is it? The wig. It's really? not that I like the, wig, the wig. I like yeah. the shape of the wig up. I the, This wig needed to go out. This mm. outfit has such great shape. And then you get to the head, and the head is out of proportion to the outfit. You know, now that you're pointing that out, yeah, I do think a bigger wig with the same, like, like same well, I don't shape, know why, but goes, but like goes out similar to the wig she well, was wearing in the left. Why side. didn't they just do magenta instead, which is a bigger wig? It's the same outfit. She probably wanted to be riff. Yeah, but also, like, I don't know. I guess my issue with it is just that it's like, first of all, I don't see Riff Raff as the villain of Rocky Horror. The They're objectively not. The, the villain, villain of Rocky, Rocky Horror, Horror is, is, is Frankenfurter. Brad. No, the villain of Rocky Horror is uh, STIs. The villain of Rocky Horror is... Your mom. The Is that, uh, is Eddie. <laughs> when Eddie said he did. Because Eddie didn't like his teddy. Knew it was a no good kid. Woo. But when he threatened your life with a switchblade knife. What a guy. Uh, made you cry. Well, that did. <laughs> uh, I really, really want to... I one. love the Leia Delaria version. Me too. Of, uh, of Riff, of, of Eddie what? slash uh, the Doctor. Actually, Doctor Scott, you yeah. know what? Adam Lambert played Eddie in a production, so maybe that's why she went with this outfit. I don't think she knew Adam Lambert yeah. was the guest judge when she commissioned the Riff. Uh, no, no, I outfit. think it was one of those things where it was like, oh my god, he's here tonight, let me throw together this outfit and say it's that. No, because I think this is... No, it's close to it. Okay. I don't, it's yeah, definitely once close David to it. made the reference, I got it. Yeah. Um, yeah. I would also say this is not season this is not season two. It's not Pandora Box saying Kathy Griffin's here and I have her hair. Yeah. Well, she did. Uh so after her was Bumpa, and I I hate this. I hate this, I hate this, I hate this, I hate this so much. I think the issue it looks with so cheap. I think the yeah, issue with this is one. um when you wear something really simple. The material you use matters more. So much. And this is just a really, like, this is just such a cheap fabric. It looks like a Halloween costume. It does. It I looks hate like it. It, it looks like Lawrence Cheney auditioning for season one of UK. I is mean, that what, is this what, would she, would, have, has she released an audition tape that is not good or something? No, it's just like my, what I was. I mean, by the time it, season two rolled around, she was good. So I, I know, think she was I know, probably I know. good. She won. She won. Yeah. No, famously, uh, I like. I, I just say it looks like baby drag. It, it, it does, does look. It looks like baby drag. It looks like Halloween drag. And the reference to Queen of the Damned, I see. It's just not there. It's yeah. a really bad Akasha. I mean, I just, it's, it's Aaliyah. A, well, that was the actress. The character oh. was Akasha. Oh, I didn't know the character. No, Akasha. no, Akasha broke the dawn. Season one, episode two. No, she fell down the. Did a spin. She broke the dawn. <laughs> she she had to lip sync against that boot scootin' boogie that uh <laughs> the boot scootin' boogie. All right. So also um, also if you are going to do the vampire queen of the damned, and I am saying this is someone who has uh seen way too many vampire who's movies. Who's gay. And is gay. Where are the fangs? Yeah. I mean, yeah, I just it feels but yeah, I think that it just it looks cheap, and I think that it looks like she she, it looks like the money was spent on the accessories, yeah. and the dress was an afterthought. Yeah. yeah. And unfortunately, the dress is the majority of it. it yeah. Um, I, also, this is a good example of uh, how bad the camera work is in <laughs> Down Under, because there are very few shots where you even see the bottom of this dress, and it yeah. is an awkward length. Yeah. That's also true. 
Uh, after that, we had Floor, and she's doing an interpretation of Yzma. She, uh, Floor really makes you want to pull my lever. <laughs> pull the lever, crunk. Run no, no, lever. no. I'm not, refer- I'm not referencing Emperor's New Groove. I'm oh, you're saying pa- Valentina. Yes. Pull my lever. And RuPaul has no idea who this character yeah, is. Yeah, no, no Not one, a clue. Um, I do think that if you were going to pull out a potion and you were going to make the outfit anyway, you should have just had the potion. I'm not going to lie. Like you should have had a prop. That, yeah. Or at least should have had a llama on it. That would have been cute. Yes. Although I do love that RuPaul was like, is that poppers? Rue has no <laughs> idea who this character is. I don't think Rue has ever seen a cartoon. I don't think... Michelle even knew who this character was. Michelle probably knew who this character was. She has she daughters. Didn't seem to, She's a cool mom. But she wouldn't. She didn't reference it. Michelle usually. Michelle makes a point of referencing things if Rue doesn't mm-hmm. to kind of make Rue seem in on the joke. Yeah. And maybe I think maybe her daughters are just a little young for Emperor's New Groove. Uh, how old are her kids? I always thought they were teenagers. I always like to remember that uh, Michelle's daughters are of the age where like. Diamond and Pearl was their first Pokemon. Yeah, so which that I would make puts, them teenagers now. Yeah, but no, Emperor's, I think her kids. One of her daughters is in college. But like yeah. that, that still is like. When did Emperor's New Groove come out? Two thousand two, two thousand three. So if they, uh, you're not, you don't need to necessarily take a, a two year old to a movie. Fair if they're enough. born in the year two thousand. Yeah, that's fair. Um, but this outfit, I love the material she chose because Joe, you've been very vocal about how. If you're going to wear black on the runway, yeah, it needs you, to have texture or something to it. You need it can't just be all black, and the texturing can't just be black, or it will look bad on television. And this does not. Yeah, this looks amazing. Looks and stunning. the lining, the lining on this is great. I love the way that the feathers play. The slit is yeah. so good. One thing I would say is I wish that the neck piece had been just a little had a li- was just a little bit smaller because I feel like it's just a little a little bit too much bulk, and it makes her look like she doesn't have a neck. See, I disagree i want more feathers i want more feathers but i want more feathers behind the neck piece i want smaller neck piece itself yeah no uh i'm also the sick fuck who thought angina looked really good in that egg nest outfit so oh i love the egg nest outfit that thing was so great so ashley she is catwoman she's catwoman specifically via batman something but she wasn't because she had black hair and catwoman is a blonde which is weird because ashley's usually a blonde i don't get that um, I mean, she also is in a gown rather than a cat yeah, suit. Yeah, it's a it's the cat suit, but with a mermaid tail. And I don't I don't hate. I actually, it. Oh, I hated it. I, I like how really? interpretive but, it is. Yeah, I, um, that's why I liked it. Like, like I don't I mind it. it because it's drag. I also i I feel like I feel like if it was a more accurate version, it would just look like a Halloween costume. And so doing something different to it makes it elevated to a point of drag. Also, I, it looks expensive, which I think is a nice touch. Yeah. Fair. I I both agree and I disagree. I guess I get. I think that I was just so turned off by the fact that she wasn't blonde, and it, she kept saying, "I am Michelle Pfeiffer doing Catwoman," and I was like, "If you were Michelle Pfeiffer doing Catwoman, you'd, you'd be, blonde. be blonde." Um. Well, maybe just, she was trying to show versatility. <laughs> show versatility next week. You're not going home. Eh, we don't know that. Um. I can't. Well, ima- this week. Well, this week definitely. Yeah. Um, I will say I like the mask, but I noticed it wasn't cut very long. So there were a few times where she turned her neck, and I could see neck, and that kind of took me out of it a little bit. Yeah. I, I minor think critique. Masks I think this are, is a nice I think look. Difficult because it's just hard to get something that is made for your face that well. It's why oh, like absolutely. face teenies can look really weird. Like the face kini episode has a lot of real weird face kinis. Yeah. Oh yes. Also, face skinny is just weird. And if I was Ivana, 
I would look at Ashley and immediately be like, I have to throw something new together because this is bad. I mean, so I will yeah. say, I don't dislike Ivana's. So I think Ivana's that, is also a yeah, Catwoman. Ivana also does Catwoman. I like, I think that she's padded incredibly well. The padding some. Yes. I thought phenomenal. that like, I think that Michelle is right. She just needed a ponytail. She needed yeah. hair with this outfit because she's just doing a, a sleeker Catwoman. I mean, she's doing kind of more of a comic book Catwoman. Yeah. Um, I or felt maybe like even like a more. Halle ba- Berry. Catwoman. No, the Halle Berry Catwoman was very like that was a bikini and pants. It was like, yeah, it was uh, like in, a bikini top with like straps and cutouts. Oh, I I didn't actually know. I've never seen that movie. It's terrible. I just guess. So oh, bad. it's so bad. So bad. The Barbie was kind of cool though. Oh God, I wanted it so bad. I had it. Of course you did. You lucky bitch. I know. Um, and then it got like thrown away. I was very angry. Ah! Um, but, but I this think the, look, like the padding is really nice. Yeah. I think that the the shoe it, like she. It is there. Are, there are elements to this costume that I think are very impressive. Agreed. Yeah. I just think that she needed to like it needed it needed five judging. more percent. Yeah, and yeah. she needed to give ten more. Like the Avana's biggest problem is presentation. Yeah, her walk she just, sucked. But not just walk, but like she doesn't exude when she walks. No, um, she's very flat. Mm-hmm. Um, which is just a she seems shy. I wonder if she's shy in real life or she just never like. She just didn't wasn't able to get going in this season, but she seemed shy on the show. Yeah. Fair. Um, after her was Isis Avis Loren. She is Lady Gaga from American Horror, Horror Story, Story Hotel. Hotel. Uh, she looked just like Gaga. She, 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 she really did. I hope she does Gaga for Snatch Game. Yeah. No, you she, don't. I really don't because... Give a twirl, it, give a twirl, give a twirl. It's the Macbeth of Drag Race. Um... <laughs> <laughs> she looks amazing though, and she looks just like her. Which yeah, is it, was, it was amazing. The outfit is it was the flawless, beautiful. Are great. And we've also seen this look on the runway before. Um, Trinity did it in season nine in the first episode, and, and this it, this feels different while being the same thing. Yes, it's a very different interpretation while being I clearly the same thing. My only critique is I want more blood. I think I like the restraint. I maybe would have had a little bit of red down the dress. Yeah, yeah. because the blood on her, uh, they're Which like beautiful. They're, yeah. they're beads or something, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I wish there was more of that. Yeah. But, you know, it is be- beautiful and flawless. Beautiful. Speaking yeah. of beautiful and flawless, holy shit, Hollywood. Hollywood looks well, great. Well, that's how you do Aaliyah from Queen of the Damned. Yes. H- Hollywood look at, looked at Bumpa and just said, hold my drink. Yeah. I, I think it's there's something very interesting to showing Ivana directly out of after Ashley Madison, but not showing Bumpa after <laughs> Hollywood. It, it tells you Absolutely. what you want, what they want you to think of these outfits. Yes. Yeah. They don't want you to compare Hollywood and Bumpa the way that you are directly comparing. Ivana well, I'm to sorry, Ashley. World of Wonder. Some of us are on the spectrum and we're going to watch this episode three times and we are going to compare. And I'm talking about myself right now. And oh my God, Hollywood. Also, I, wait, some I of don't us, blame some her of for us being just that. have wait. object permanence. So we remember looks from less than five minutes ago. Also true. I have a question. Yeah. What did Bumpa Love say when she saw Hollywood's look? What? I bought a drink. <laughs> that was actually a good one. I actually like that one. Uh, I don't get it. Explain it to me, but very slowly. Wow. Stop. <laughs> uh, no, Hollywood looks so fucking good. Everything about this outfit. I have no notes. Yeah, it's fantastic. She's She is stunning. The legs are beautiful. And then finally, we have 
Gabriella Labucci. Hey, yo. Dressed in the least padded. No. <laughs> uh, she's she is Harley Quinn, but as a roller girl. Which is such a weird but in character choice. Well, it's, it's smart well, because it, it, it references Birds it of Prey and the Birds comic book. Yeah, it does. It, um, it, and the comic, yeah. Um, it's it's smart. I like that she was like, I, I'm padded more. I padded my ass excessively because that's a roller girl thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The one thing I wish is I wish the pigtails were bigger. Yeah. yeah that was my problem with this look because. The, do they not have big wigs in Australia? It is hard to get a wig in Australia. But Vanity's doesn't Vanity live in Australia? Uh, Call Vanity. I I thought Vanity lived in America. She just was Australian. Call whoever replaced Vanity. (laughs) Call Courtney. She'll fly him out. Courtney has tiny wigs. Famously, she has a tiny little. Yeah, so she has more room in her suitcase to bring big wigs to sell. (laughs) I guess you could say there's no big wigs in Australia, New Zealand. Get it? There's no big wigs there. I don't understand this joke either. I, don't explain it to me, no matter how slow. Who, who did uh, Alaska play in All Star Two Snatch Game? May West. May West. Yeah, you're May West right now. Get out of here. Come up and see me sometime. Give Come me up a and fuck me disease. in the ass sometime. Uh, you know I really love a bangle. Wang. Oh. Oh. So Gabriella. Wait, just, I have a question. What? Can you do a pheromone impersonation, please? Oh. No, you want like an actual one? Yes. You don't love me. <laughs> Wait, so what, how is the difference from... from oh. No, no, both of you were wrong. She doesn't have vibrato. <laughs> both okay. of you added vibrato to pheromones. I never claimed to be good in person. All I'm going to say is thank you, Pope. I feel vindicated. <laughs> you feel vindicated by Pope also being wrong? Yes. So when two people are wrong... It just makes it you takes fe- two to make a thing go right, except for when it's you two, and then it's wrong. I hate Thanks it. Thanks, Michelle Visage. So the safe girls are uh, Ashley and Ashley. Hollywood, right? Yes. Yeah. Hollywood is pressed. Hollywood is like, I'm safe. What the fuck? And I don't blame her, but I also am okay with it because not to bring up old demons on this podcast, can I a horror poo poo poo? But when you have a girl get her flowers too much it makes the audience kind of turn off like we saw in the last all-stars so i was fine with hollywood clearly deserving to be in the top but just being put in safe i also thought that like hollywood hollywood and ashley both did well this episode these were not too low safes no they They were high safes like floor had to be in the top gabriella had to be in the top and one other queen had to be in the top and it was bumpa because they just really I think they're trying – I think they're giving Bumpa a bump? notes. Like, I think that they are yeah. continually wanting to see Bumpa in the top because they just actually want to they, – they see something and they're trying to mold it. Right. Yes. And also I feel like Bumpa is being an older queen. I think that Bumpa has been around the block and I think that they're trying to sort of like – not push an older queen to the top, but, like, definitely... Feature her more. Yeah. But I also just think that Bumpa's, like... Yeah, I, I think that, like, what would they... Like, in the same way they didn't say anything to Isis, even though she was the low third. Um, like, they, they didn't have a lot of notes this episode in general. It was really clear that the top two and the top bottom two, who they were. I, and so Bumpa and Isis get very few notes. And they have to justify Floor not winning. And so Michelle goes, oh, I just wanted... Uh, 
a little bit more differentiation in what you did, which I agreed with. I That was my thing. Yeah. I actually thought Floor was going to be in the bottom. I thought there was a chance Floor was going to be low. And then when they were giving notes, I was like, okay, they, they liked Floor. Michelle just didn't. I was yeah. very confused about Bumpa being in the top, to be perfectly honest. Because I feel like... I thought Bumpa was funny. I thought Bumpa was I fine. I... Okay. I think the episode told us she was supposed to be in the bottom, but I thought she was. Well, I think but I thought our eyes. Told I think us the she was girls told us that she was supposed to be in the bottom. But that's how the episode. Like the problem with improv challenges on Drag Race is that anytime the challenge does not have an actual audience, you have to rely on the edit and the confessionals to tell you what you're supposed to think. Yeah. And so if you under edit a comedy challenge, it can just be really difficult to tell what's actually funny. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. nothing is that funny no like yeah. the two funniest things were Flora's weird voice and gabriella in general yeah yes. so like bump up could have been funny but if all the girls are telling us she's not funny you just have to like actually wonder i i guess for me i was just watching it and i was like bumpa doesn't i i didn't think bumpa did very well but she was in the top and i thought isis did pretty well because she was doing that rupaul impersonation the whole time yeah and i think isis was in the bottom so but i'm not think, positive like, you got the rupaul impersonation we no one else it. did apparently so and, i get it and rupaul gets offended by impersonations of himself so Except isis was never going to be them. a winner winner chicken dinner 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 so yeah, more, I was a little. Burst. I, I was just a little caught off guard by our tops and bottoms this week. Like Gabriella, obviously. The rest of them, I was kind of like, this feels a little bit. Are you saying that there were a lot of blouses? A lot of blouses. And a, a lot, lot of soft tops. tops. Soft tops. Do you... Soft top. Soft top. Um, uh, I was gonna say, do you know what a blouse is? Yeah, a feminine top. Yeah. 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 Okay, just checking. So we get to the back room. Rita. Rita is the only one who I knew was in the bottom, and she knew she was in the bottom, and she- I knew Ivana was going to be in the bottom. I didn't. The second Ivana said, I think I'm safe because uh, I think a few more girls did worse than me based on how they're talking, I went, you're probably lip syncing. I mean, I was just- and that is very valid. I was like, you in danger, girl. I guess I just watched it, and I was thinking, she's fine. Like, she is committing to the bit. She's doing more. I thought she did much better than Bumpa, but Bumpa was in the top. I mean, I thought that Bumpa- it was enjoyable. Like, I enjoyed watching Bumpa more than it. Ivana felt like she was, like... Ivana felt like an engine revving, whereas yeah. Bumpa felt like... Bumpa was going for a nice walk, um, and Ivana was in a, a car that wasn't going anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, neither was going anywhere fast, but Bumpa was moving. That's yeah. fair. Uh, but Hollywood, in the back, is surprised, concerned, irritated, and Ivana... Is having a moment. Ivana is the one crying. Ivana is the one like, ah. I mean, I think there's a distinct level when you, like, when your partner did well on Drag Race and then got eliminated very soon. And one of your very good friends won Drag Race. There's a lot of pressure to, like, represent. Especially because New Zealand has won twice now. Yeah. And I'm sure that. The New Zealand, all the Kiwi girls are probably like, it is probably unlikely we will win again. Yeah. So we have to be the best. Yeah. It's it's similar to like after three New York girls won in a row for eight, nine, ten. It's like, how is a New Yorker going to win 11? They just, they won't. Not even someone named after a borough of New York can win 11 <laughs> at this point. Yeah. They will get to host a show though. I will say this. Um, it, I mean, there is something to it because it's kind of like when Alaska was on after Sharon won. Yeah, it's yeah. like bi- it's big heels to fill. Yeah, and That's like totally fair. Yeah, or even like Manila and Sahara. Like yeah. you just there is pressure 
when you are when you have a distinct connection to someone else on the show yeah who did well did well and like it's like when and with anita there is definitely something to the fact that like she did well until she did very poorly yeah Yeah. and i was was gonna say it's kind of like when vanjie um got kicked off first and she was like i just feel like i disappointed my drag mother i thought she went well she did that too but i think in the when she was doing her like lipstick message and everything yeah Yeah. and like uh kahana talked about how having a a big drag mother can be as much of a curse it is as it is a blessing yeah um on season 11 yeah so also do we think adam lambert was just happened to be in new zealand at the time and so they called him over maybe i think so like he was just like like, a tour yeah it Uh, was a weird judge to get because it's like there have to be an Australian or a New Zealander who you haven't called yet, right? Probably not that many. Mm. It's had, they've been two seasons, and those aren't very big countries. Yeah, Australia's not even real. <laughs> no, it's all made up. Yeah, it's a conspiracy by the Swedes. No, it's by the Brits. They Where don't. I they go? don't want to admit. Why? Imagine. Why would you send your criminals? All the way to a prison colony in Australia. You would just kill them. They just were taking boats out into the ocean and throwing people overboard. Australia's not even real, guys. This has been Joe Conspiracy Hour. Thank you. Uh, do do So, after the girls have their moment, they're brought out back and shot. And shot. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're putting a boat and taking it to the center of the ocean and sunk. No, they're, they're brought to the outback. <laughs> yes, um, they're, they're, they're brought for a op- they're brought for a walkabout. Who, who's onions blooming? Oh God, floor, floor, floor. floor. <laughs> so this that that was great. Gabriella wins. Yes, obviously. Yeah. Like yeah. we all knew that was coming. And our bottom two are Rita and Ivana, and I still don't agree with Ivana being there. Um, but what are you going to do? I just don't think Bumpa did bad enough to justify yeah. lip syncing. I, I think it was one of those situations where Rita was obviously always going to be in the bottom. And then it's kind of a debate on who else you could put down there. Yeah. Yeah. And I just, I just think that Bumpa was more enjoyable to watch. Agreed. I don't disagree. Uh, like the problem was that this, while this episode wasn't great, this, no one did bad. No. no not enough Queens did. This wasn't a McBitch situation where... The you mean Shakespeare? Did... No, I specifically mean McBitch. <laughs> Fair. Because McBitch is the that was one the where bit. they yeah. had a train wreck. Yeah, yeah. That, that's true. That's um, true. So it's, this isn't a specifically a McBitch situation where, like, Katya not doing badly is doing good in a group. Yeah. Like, this was actually, like, oh, they're, like, everyone did fine except for, like, a couple people who, like, one of them lost, like, two people lost energy or didn't, weren't good enough, and then one person did poorly. Yeah. So it's just like, oh, yeah, it's kind of hard. It was. Um, and the song is Adam Lambert's interpretation of Holding Out for a Hero. So now we have two episodes in a row with a Shrek reference. Yep. At least here. Um, I don't like his cover of this song. It's not a good cover. It's not. I don't know what you would pick for Adam Lambert, but like not this. Uh, music again? Of his what first do you want album? from me? What the do you pro- want from me? The, the problem is, is that if you're gonna pick an Adam Lambert song from his first album, like none of them are. None of his. I don't think any of Adam Lambert's music is iconic enough to pick. Yeah. So you just kind of have to pick a song that feels. I think they were genuinely like, this is probably a good lip sync song yeah like i think they were literally just looking at like the viability of which of his songs were best 
to do a drag race lip sync. And they're also all dressed as villains. Yeah. And and the song famously was done by the villain of Shrek 2. Yeah. And it was much better. Yeah. I was like, well, that was because it was Joanna Lumley. (laughs) Fair. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Okay. So what do you think of this lip sync? Good, bad. It's fine. It was fine. It was fine. Like, I, I'm not going to write home about it. Yeah. Uh, I'm not going to watch it again. Um, I, I think it's... I was surprised who won. I Same. Thought, I, yeah. Same. I thought that... I was surprised Rita won because I thought that Twice in one episode. didn't do well enough in the lip sync to justify the win, but maybe did do better mm. than Ivana, if that makes sense. Like, she didn't yeah. do well enough to win a second lip sync, but Ivana didn't do well enough to stay. I guess. I, what happened. I, I also think yeah. that Ivana was held back by her shoe. Like, she was in platforms that were, yeah. like, definitely difficult to dance in. Yeah, yeah. I honestly... So we're pleased during, the stage. Yeah, during the time, I really thought... Dur- I mean, during the lip sync, I really thought that uh, Ivana won with, like, an arm point. So. When when pointer sistering is, uh, is good enough to maybe win, you know it's not a great lip sync. I mean, yeah. I feel like all three lip syncs have not been great lip syncs so far. Yeah. Like good season so far. Terrible Medio lip syncs. Lip syncs. Yeah. 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 Mid. yeah. But um, I will say, I, I think we should, I think they should get a phone call to a loved one every single time they're eliminated. That Cause that was adorable. Yeah. I love her calling being, like, Anita. An, yeah. An, getting to actually speak to Anita and Anita reassuring her that, I'm sure people love you and you did great and I love you. I was like, can we just do this every time? It doesn't matter yeah. if they're related to the show or not. Just literally put can someone's mom on the phone. Back? But like yeah. literally be like, who is your loved one? Cool. When you're up for elimination, we will make sure they know so that they're by the phone if you're eliminated. Yeah. yeah. Um also, also, I do love that she was like, I'm just gonna steal fifty thousand worth of the cherub. Nothing but respect. Yeah. Nothing from respect. I hope the she steals everything. I hope the cherub is not in the workroom. I yet, so. hope it's gone. I hope it is in her purse. I hope it is in her bag. I hope like, there's something. I hope in it's her in her garden. bedroom with Anita Wiglet. Yeah. I I hope she posts a picture uh, on Instagram tomorrow that is just her and the the cherub on the run. Agreed. Yes. Oh my god. I, they're in, they're like a, they're in a good. they're in a convertible. They both have shades on. Thumb on the Wii yeah. style. Let's see how how let's see how fast this thing can go. <laughs> and I... speaking of how fast things can go, let's see how fast we can get to Jeopardy. Woo! Oh, good. I'm gonna untuck now. <laughs> what? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Let David Peters go. True Beck, and we are here with our contestants. We're the only ones, exactly. Well, we've been awesome. here the whole time. We yeah. never leave. Well, I, I never leave. Some of us go to Gen Con. It's true. Yeah. I did. I spent so much money. Well, we you have our our spicy Gemini. Ooh, I'm Stephen a spicy Pope. Gemini. We have our flavorful bottom, Joey. <laughs> I love that I'm a spicy Gemini and Joe's just a flavorful bottom. So I do use studio ready butt stuff. Good for you. Yeah. Muzzle. 
It's expensive, but I've gotten compliments on it before. You gave it to me once. I don't remember why. Oh, uh, I handed you... They have wipes that I handed you Yes, once. you gave me... Because uh, you were talking about... We were talking about eating ass for some reason. No, I feel like... I feel like you... You... you Like, we were... I feel like we were somewhere and I was like, oh, I miss my bidet. And then you, like, were very Elizabeth Taylor. And you walked over and you said, these have always brought me luck. <laughs> I think I actually did say these have always brought me luck. If I may be disgusting during Jeopardy, I'm going to say, I missed my bidet. Bidets are wonderful. You should get a new bidet. Yeah. I have I have a bidet. I just didn't have one in Indianapolis. You should have brought your bidet to Indianapolis. <laughs> or you should have just brought your copy of Beyonce's album, B-Day, or as I call it, Bidet. Or you should have brought poppers and it's basically <laughs> the same thing. No, it's not. How do you know you've never done that? Because I, I'm not boofing poppers. Well, yeah, you've never done them. So moving on. Uh... <laughs> The score is currently, don't worry about it, I'm losing. Uh, I mean, I could give you the actual score. I think score, the score, that's what you want, um, that's what I you think want. it's 29 to 39? No. Or no, it's, uh, I'm at 42 now, aren't I? I think it's like, check. I think it's 31 to 42. I think it was 42 last 43 week. to 33. Yeah. Oh, okay. I think I didn't, I only got one point last week. Yes. I was right. bad. Correct. I was bad. I was bad and put fruit in my fro, yeah. <laughs> I was about to say that. We hang out too much. I don't know what's going on. Uh, we were in WeHo after a writing session, and we decided to get Froyo, and we went to Yogurt Stop, which is the gayest place in WeHo. Which is wild, because there's so much dairy. Which Yeah, and they have flavors like Orange You Atop, Orange You A Bottom. Um, they have I, two different oranges? Is the Orange You A Bottom dairy-free? It should be. I believe it is. No, no, no. I think it's... No, it's one flavor. Um... Yeah, orange you top, orange you bottom. I hate it here. And like stuff like that. And my friend and I at one point were joking that we like wanted to like, because they have a suggestion box for new flavors. And so we would say things like, oh, we should do one that's like, you know, like Bloomin' Onion. Um, (laughs) Yeah. It could just be a a floral ice cream called Rosebud. But yes, we were in there, and there was a Jim Bunny twink who was also in there, and they had like maybe half a, a pole of ice yeah. cream, and just looked at their friend and said, "I'm gonna be bad, and I'm gonna put fruit on my froyo." I literally just handed my cup to David and walked outside. Yeah, I was gonna commit a hate crime. Yeah, I, and this was like early on in my Los Angeles it could be life. A guy. Technically, yes, because I would. Let's see, I was 23 when I finally came out. I had been buy now, pay later until then. Uh, and I was about 25 oh. or 26 at this point. So, like, three years in. You were uh, still very much not like other girls. Yeah, yeah no. I, and even today, if I heard this line in the wild, I would. I want to be clear. If I heard this line in the wild, I would never stop repeating it. So I understand. Why do you think we, we've I'm been like, saying I'm like, it for I a decade? It. I'm like, yeah. I get it. Because that is so funny. It's it like, was so yeah. funny and so fucked. Um, it's similar to this one time that I was at a diner after a show with a friend. And there were these two gay guys and they were chatting. And then one of them said, we had so much sex. I thought I had AIDS. What does that even mean? <laughs> I hate it here. I know. Anyway, can we get to Jeopardy? <laughs> I was yeah. having a good just, time. Just ask me. Just ask me a question so Joe can beat me. Yeah. Anyways, if that's what you're. <laughs> Wait. Hold on for one second. Let me take off the harness from Stitch and put it on you. <laughs> the safe word's banana. <laughs> can you spell it? B A N A. 
You had to think about Gwen Stefani. I had to think about Gwen Stefani. I taught writing, and I had to think of Gwen Stefani. Oh, my God. I hate myself. Okay, first question. According to a deleted tweet by Art Simone, what did she say had to be recorded three times? Damn it. Um, Her exit, because she refused to go. No. I don't remember. Her lip sync against uh, uh, Coco Jumbo. Correct. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, because they fucked up the filming the first time and then made her do it three more times. That's why Coco seems like such a bitch at the end. Because she was like, yeah, I've done this four times now. Like, and I think I, I I thought it was also they'd already announced that Coco had won. So now Art was just having to do a lip sync knowing she was going. That on. is a hundred percent what happened. Yeah. Like, yeah, I'm pretty I now once you said it out loud, I was like, oh yeah. They did the lip sync. Uh Art announced uh Art is sent home and they're like, we actually need to redo it. Redo it. Yeah. That's also why Art gets such a different uh, interview in that episode compared to everyone else, where she also famously said, that doesn't matter. Nothing. It doesn't yeah. matter. They're like, people, it's gonna. It's so important you're here. It doesn't matter. I I loved Art Simone yeah. until she amazing. came back. Um, and then I was like, man, this the, show is doing ba- a bad job with this. I don't blame it's her, not her for fault. that decision. I think yeah. that she was also not given anything fun to do when she came back. Like, no. Art Simone... The second she left, I was like, what are you doing? She's and perfect. They, and yeah. then they brought her right back. And then I was like. Probably because they made her redo that lip sync three times. What a fucked up season. Anyway. Insanity. Anyways. Who is the oldest competitor on drag in Drag Race history? Mm. Charlie Heights? Correct. I was going to say Mini Cooper. Uh, nope. According to my notes, it is Charlie Heights. Huh? No, I believe it. All right. Uh, Jinx Monsoon's granddaughter. <laughs> Litter box. Her name was Magno. Her name was Magnolia Crawford. How dare you? <laughs> okay. And what title does Anita is Anita Wiglet the only person to have two of, both officially and unofficially? Miss Congeniality. Correct. Yes. Oh yeah. Yeah. Because uh, I don't know where she unofficially got it, but I'm pretty sure she got it from season one of Down Under. She unofficially got it from season one of Down Under, and oh, she okay. officially got it in Canada. Oh, did they do a congeniality for Canada versus the world? I yep. don't, I don't remember Why? that. I don't know. Wild. Did she get anything for it? Probably not. Probably not. Maybe she got a song. Mm, no. She had to do a Blue Room mega mix with Brooklyn Heights. <laughs> <laughs> to Brooklyn's one song. God, a mega mix, a mega mix of Queen of the North. I just kind of love <laughs> it when like something like that happens because I remember that Aquaria released a song. The song was terrible. It was called, like, Burning Rubber or something. That was Chad Michaels, actually. Okay. Aquaria also had a song, and it was terrible. And then I think she was just like, I'm not doing music, and we're better for it. I mean, it's like uh, Violet had her album at one point. Um, I'll never forget Jinx Monsoon's first album being called The Inevitable Album. I loved that yeah. album. I still oh, think Oh, Inevitable Album good. is, I think, Jinx's... Be- I, I like it a lot more than I like Ginger Snapped or... Um, Gemini Uprising. Yeah. Sorry, I, I thought I just one. felt an earthquake. <laughs> I've never been able to properly feel an earthquake before. Every time I sleep through them or something <laughs> weird happens next to me and I don't know what it is. And then I check the socials and it's like, earthquake, earthquake. Sorry, I thought it was really weird. I was just like, an earthquake. Well, we are in Los Angeles after yeah, all. Yeah, fair enough. Anyways, 
We are at Joe 44, Pope 35. Oh, cool. We're coming up in the world. Ah! It really does get better. And if you want to see if it can get better for Pope, tune in next week. <laughs> week where we'll be talking about Drag Race Down Under Season 3, Episode 4, Snatch Game. Game. And until then, you can follow us on social media. The show is at this toxic fandom on TikTok and Instagram. I'm at Joe Lee Green Giant. David Gordon is at David J. Gorin. And Stephen Pope is at Pro Hobbit Pope. And if you like us, tell a friend. If you really like us, tell your friend with benefits. And if you think we're just okay, tell a one-night stand. If you don't want to talk to anyone in person, you can leave us a five-star rating and a review on Apple Podcasts. And until next time. Stay toxic. And now, something completely different. Alright, let's move. The oh god, hold on, actually, no, my shorts were riding up. <laughs> Can you just... I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna adjust slightly. I always adjust for Jeopardy. Alright. I just wear comfortable underpants. What? Don't worry about it. You're wearing underpants? Are they fancy underpants? I think they are. You're a fancy man. A fancy man. Part of me goes, is Pope's idea of fancy underwear uh, just like the Hanes that don't have holes in them? Okay, you motherfucker. Uh, all right, all right, you judgmental bitch. Let's go over this real quick. I define fancy underpants as any underpants that you buy by themselves. And not in the pack. Not in the pack, yes. Yeah. So That was on your OkCupid profile. Yeah, it was. <laughs> that was, actually. That was. <laughs> I can't believe you remember that. <laughs>
<laughs> it scarred me for life. Scarred you? <laughs> How'd that scar you? No, it didn't scar me, but it was like the first thing we talked about because I was like, what is fancy underwear? No, that's, uh, but like, I fully agree with that statement of like fancy underwear is when you, when you're buying a la carte under. Underwear. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That's absolutely fancy underpants. Like if you go to, I don't know, uh, JC Penney's and they have the really nice ones and they're on a hanger, like that's fancy underpants. Hanger? Yeah. I, I hardly know her. There. I did one. Underwear? I hardly know her where. <laughs> Underwear you don't wear a lot. Nowhere. You don't wear underpants, do you? I'm wearing Aussie bum underwear right now in honor <laughs> of this season. <laughs> I was going to say, is it in honor of Australia? I am. Look. No. Oh, sir, I'm oh. a married woman. Oh, lovely. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. yeah. Waistband. Don't waste anything. I have to ask. Are they comfortable? I like Aussie bum. Um, I will say that I don't. Is uh, it a jock? What? <laughs> is, it, is it a jock? I actually. So I own two pairs of Aussie bum briefs and one jock. I do not like the jock at all. Um, I, don't I don't think like jocks. The I jock doesn't I don't fit. Like jocks either. I love a jock strap. Um, this is not one. Um, but I love a jock strap. I you say this is not why. <laughs> um, but like a uh, like the Aussie bum jock strap. The straps are two together, huh. so it like won't like cut the ass. Um, I will say the sizing for Aussie bum is really weird. Like, you have to size up because it's Australian sizing, and it can just be, like, genuinely a little difficult, and they take months to arrive because they have to ship from Australia. God. They're, 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 they're not my favorite. They used to have a store in WeHo. There's really? a reason why yeah. I only own three pairs, and I bought them all at the same time when they were on sale. Um, this is not paid advertisement by Aussie Bum. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I actually mostly wear Andrew Christian. Um, cause it happens to fit my body very well. Yeah. Um, which is always when people are like talking about buying underwear, I'm like, you just need to try a bunch of brands and see what you like. Because I, For once sure. I tried on Andrew Christian in the size in like my sizes, I was like, oh, this is the underwear I God, should be wearing. It never buy the Japanese perfect. stuff. Never buy the Japanese stuff. The sizing's going to be terrible. The yeah. sizing is so uncomfortable. And like my ass looked great. I thought I was going to die at some point. <laughs> The hardest thing is finding something that fits both your your legs and your waist properly. Yes. Yeah. Like, that's why I don't wear MeUndies, is that uh, I when I bought that's a pair a of... Part. The, uh, but also, I, I owned a pair of their briefs once, and I was never fully in them. <laughs> like, the waistband fit perfectly, and I have big legs, and they were just flopping on my legs. <laughs> oh, my. All right, so, Alana. Escandalo. Escandalo, Alana. We've been talking about underpants oh, for a minute. Oh, uh, I will just say, David. Yes? Feel free to be a little bit, have a little more fun with your Jeopardy intros. It doesn't matter much on the, uh, the audio aspect, but when I'm looking at it for video, it's like, oh, like, have a little fun. All right. Have, remember that you're on camera. I'm on camera. And, like, and, like, have a little bit of fun. I love being it, on camera. Because it, it is, like, a dumb bit. I love so you can be, like, drink. you can truly, like, just pop a little bit okay. at the intro and, like, have whatever fun you like. In All the right. same way that you can also, if you ever want to introduce us on Jeopardy, it's like uh, the way that like RuPaul introduces Michelle when she's a guest on Snatch Game, where it's okay. like she has three kids in Minnesota, Michelle Visage. Yeah. Okay. Like if you ever want to do that, you can. All right. Like yeah, have fun. Yeah. I, I feel like you have the least <laughs> fun in Jeopardy because you're the one who has to like host it. Yeah. Fair. I mean, I'm also also like you know sometimes like like today I was like oh fuck I forgot to look up questions. Do you have them? I do. Okay. okay. I want to make sure. I found them. I, I found them during the episode, but I found them. 
Fair. All right. Whenever you're ready. All right.